welcome to the Witchy Work Wishes podcast, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft practice into your business, work, and office. Welcome to Witchy Work Wishes. I am your host, Charlene, and today you're joining me for episode number 31, just a quick episode about witchy moms. But first, I always like to start with three things I did over the weekend to help with my witchcraft practice, and then do a quick little blurb about the moon this week and weekend. So, oh my goodness, over this past weekend, I had the most amazing, magical Mother's Day weekend. Not with my witchcraft practice, but with my family. And the fact that it was spent at Disneyland made everything even more special. I walked a zillion miles, don't we all at theme parks? Uh, I ate amazing food, and I went on rides that made my face hurt from smiling so much. But nothing, nothing was more valuable to me than to be with my two boys and my mom and share our time together for the amazing four days in Southern California. My heart is so full right now, and I soaked up as much love and energy as I could with all of the amazing vibes that everyone was sharing. My beautiful two boys are in their 20s now, and both off in college doing their own thing. So life as a mom changed when I became an empty nester. Not for the worse, not for the better, just different. So when the three of us are actually together again, I value every second, every moment I get to be with them. So I started this week off with my heart and soul full of love. You know, that deep, unconditional, I love you always type of love that resonates down to our bones. So the moon this week... Well, we have a gorgeous dark moon on Thursday and a new moon on Friday and Saturday. Well, what can we do? Do you work with or would you like to work with Hecate? Maybe the Morgan? Or if you are all about the new energy that is coming over the weekend, you know, it's a good time to go within and connect to our intuition. It's about setting our intentions and our goals for the coming weeks. The new moon is not a time to give up or end something but it is a great time to create newness and start something. All right, well, let's switch over to today's topic. There are a bunch of directions to go with this one. You know, first and foremost, happy belated Mother's Day to all of the witchy moms listening to this podcast. I hope your Sunday or whatever day you were able to celebrate Mother's Day was everything you hoped for. So today I'm taking two extremely personal subjects and trying to generalize them into a topic. You know, being a witch is something that is so personally unique to each of us, just as much as being a mother is unique. So I toyed with it, and then I had a thought. Maybe it's best to split the topic from two very different perspectives, what it's like being a witchy mom and then what it is like having a witchy mom. For the second part, I asked my older son if he would be willing to do part of this podcast with me, and I was super happy when he said yes. But with us just coming home from Disneyland um, for our Disneyland weekend on Monday, and then me recording and editing this on Tuesday, our different time zones just did not allow enough wiggle room to get it all in. So I promised to add something a little later, or even, you know, maybe come up with a cute episode about having a mom or 
a wife or a girlfriend or a sister who is witchy. Get a different perspective and see what it's like having somebody in your life who is like that. So I can definitely cover being a witchy mom, but thought I could first grab a couple of general things about being a witch and then grab some things about being a mom. So what does it mean to be a witch? Well, ask a hundred different witches this question, and I'm going to bet you'll get a hundred different answers. And honestly, it is probably one of the things I love most about our craft. It's unique, it's individual, and it's very, very personal. So I mentioned finding witchcraft for me really was a feeling of coming home. I am now in my mid-50s, and it really was not until, I don't know, maybe the past five years-ish that I started looking into witchcraft more. The more I looked into it, the more I realized everything I was already doing was a part of it. I just didn't have a name for it. And when I say everything I was doing, I mean things going back to early childhood. So I have always been very content doing my own thing, never felt a a big draw to be a part of a group or need a lot of guidance from anyone. I was very content (laughs) and happy just being me. I did not look for outside sources to validate or clarify, you know, what I was um, or was doing was okay. So researching witchcraft, you know, as a kid, teen, or even into my adult years, never even crossed my mind. I was, I was not raised religious either, so there was not the need to you know, stop one thing so I could start another thing. I was just me. So what started me down this path? Well, my mom is heavily into genealogy. It's her passion. It's what gives her a pep in her step and something that truly brings her lots and lots of joy. Saying she has spent hours on the research and documentation of our heritage does not even come close. It's years and years, and not just a couple of years, but like years from her efforts and hard work. You know, she can trace, honestly trace, our family line back to the 1500s. That's over 500 years of documented proof of who married whom, what kids they had, who they married, and so on. Now, I am a member of the Daughters of the American Revolution and possibly soon to be a member of the Mayflower Society once paperwork is approved and finalized. If you're not familiar with either of those organizations, to be a member of each, you need to prove your bloodline back to someone who fought in the Revolutionary War, which was you know somewhere between 1775 and 1783. And also prove your bloodline to one of the 102 passengers who arrived on the Mayflower back in 1620. So my mom not only gets our family line back that far, but even farther. And, you know, knowing where our past relatives came from in Scotland and Europe, going all the way back, or, you know, so far, (laughs) she's still working on it, as the 1500s is just amazing. So the more she works and researches, honestly, the farther back she can prove our lines. And it's an amazing amount of effort and time the whole process takes. Just to even verify and prove one single person is a tremendous amount of work. So back to my, you know, witchy part of my journey. My mom mentioned our family was connected to the Salem Witch Trials that happened back in 1692. So we've talked about it off and on, you know, lightly. But it did spark my interest a while back. And I started looking uh, more into witchy things in general. As I started looking into things and reading up on the culture and craft, I found myself saying, hmm, well, I I do that. Hmm, I do that too. Wow, I've done that one a bunch of times, and oh boy, I experience that often and on and on and on. You know, not knowing, again, that there was a name for all the things or 
group to associate, associate myself with, it became very clear after researching that witchcraft was in my day-in and day-out routines and habits, whether I knew it or not. And once I knew it, things began to crumble. It was an odd sense of feeling like I was coming home to something, which in turn brought me comfort and happiness, versus the struggle to let go of some other things as they naturally crumbled away. It was an odd in-between feeling that I had for a couple years before giving into it completely and letting things just fall into place. You know, that true transformation, if you will, as it was meant to be. I honestly have never pushed anything, and I still don't to this day. I like things coming and forming organically when they should. I'm all about messages and definitely feel overwhelmed when I get you know, a big download. But I'm learning to manage that and you know stop and listen. Really listen so I can move forward accordingly. Uh, just like with daily work, you know, religion, uh, gods and goddesses have been pretty absent in my life. And while I might be attracted to some, I really like Freya, the Morrigan, Hestia, and Hecate, I would never say, okay, now it's time, you know, without getting some type of sign or signal first. You know, something that gently pushes me in their direction. Like last weekend, now my, now this Disney last weekend, but the one before, my sign info download was so entirely crippling and so much so that I was actually sick on Sunday, all day. And if you've not listened to that podcast, it's uh, part three of our three-part series on Crow and Raven Magic. At the beginning, I mentioned all of the things that happened on Friday, May 5th, which at the time I didn't see. But the next day on Saturday, it hit me what was going on. You know, May is the fifth month. Friday is the fifth day of the week. And the fifth of the month fell on Friday. <laughs> so we had 555, which in numerology is all about change that is coming, a transformation. I also had a beautiful all-black kitten for fostering dropped off to me on Friday. And it was just a lot of download. It was a lot of information that I really did not see at the time, but listened to the messages on Saturday and really tried to understand what was going on. I got a black crow feather on Saturday to give me another sign, another signal, and it was just constantly two days worth of information. But I'm being better, I'm listening, and I'm trying to adjust. So that brings us to today. And like all of us in the craft, it's always changing. I'm constantly learning new things and incorporating parts that serve my needs at the time. Those parts are free to go when I no longer need them. And when something else starts being, you know, that squeaky wheel type of energy that is needed, I will turn my focus to it. There are so many different facets to being a witch, and I find all of them fascinating and intriguing. Do I do witchcraft every day? Not really, other than some, you know, intentions with my morning coffee and maybe some mirror magic. I do kind of match things up to the days of the week and their energy, you know, Monday, Moon Day, Friday, Venus, or Freya's Day, and, and so on. Do I do something every dark moon or new moon or full moon? Nope, not always. Am I constantly learning more about the craft and how I can work with it? Yes. I like that I am evolving as a woman. I enjoy evolving and growing as a witch. And I love, just love, every part of evolving as a mom. I always knew I wanted to be a mom. I pretended to play house and care for my dolls when I was little. And I can say from as far back as my memory goes... I always, always wanted children and imagined myself having them. I feel very lucky to say I have two beautiful boys, or young men, uh, now both in their 20s, um, 
It's been the three of us for a pretty long time, really the majority of their lives. I separated from their father when my oldest was just uh, three and a half years old and my youngest was one and a half. So really for the past 23-something years, we have been a pack, just the three of us, and a close pack. You know, the dynamics change when it's a single-parent household, and I can't say for the better or worse, there's, it's just different. I loved how close the boys and I were throughout everything when they were growing up, and the transition of having them off in college and out of the house is both painful, I really to the core miss them, but it's also rewarding, and you know, and I'm so excited uh, watching their future grow and them working so hard towards it. So what about being a witchy mom? For For the majority of my boy's life, I did not identify as a witch. And while I might have been doing some very witchy stuff, I was not calling myself one. And now, you know, that I know exactly what has always been going on and what continues to improve and magnify today, I do. But I do in private. It used to be that my boys and family did not know. So I am actually a closet witch. And that was true until just a couple of months ago. Uh, Do you remember the episode back in March about fairies? I also mentioned being on vacation with my boys up in the mountains in the snow. Well, I told my older son then, and I have to laugh thinking about it. There was a specific event with a crow, with a crow at our hotel. The boys had just come back from snowboarding and were changing into sweats for the evening. And one of their friends who was with us said, um, why is there a crow at the window looking in? My older son did not even hesitate. Crows follow mom. They always find her. All animals do. My younger son, who again does not know still, agreed and said, yep, that's true. And that was that. It just was. Not bad, not good, not even indifferent. It just was. (laughs) That is what they have grown up around, and it is just the way it's always been. To them, it's normal. Well, that's my opinion on it. That's my take. (laughs) I really do wonder what the boys think of this. And again, my younger one still does not know, but my older son does. And I will spend some time and actually talk to him and ask him about it. And it would be amazing to get that perspective on a witchy mom. So I know this is a quick podcast. I really did not cover anything that's probably going to be real valuable to you guys. I'm just talking about a bunch of personal stuff here. So thanks for sticking it out with me if you are still listening. I did grab a little four-line poem. Um, We know Edgar Allan Poe and his famous poem, The Raven. But did you know he wrote one to his mother? Let me grab it. Okay, Edgar Allan Poe, To My Mother. Because I feel that, in the heavens above, the angels, whispering to one another, can find... Among their burning terms of love, none so devotional as that of mother. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this quick and fast uh, episode about witchy moms. I certainly didn't go in deep, but this is all I have time for, and I just wanted to get something out there for everyone. I hope you have an amazing new moon. I hope you have a great rest of your week and weekend, and I will talk with you next week. Thank you for joining me today at Witchy Work Wishes, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft practice into your business, work, and office. 
For more information and additional content, please visit me online at witchyworkwishes.com. If you want to send me a personal note, please email me at info at witchyworkwishes.com. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Witchy Work Wishes.